0: Welcome to episode 11 of the WASB Connection Podcast. Today's episode is about stress, what it is, how it affects you, and what you can do about it. We'll be talking with two WASB consultants who are putting together a breakout session on stress for the 2021 State Education Convention. As Cheryl and Luis will explain, being a board member has always been stressful, but the pandemic may be causing more long-term, or chronic, stress. You can't get rid of stress, but you can change how you cope with it. We're talking with WASB consultants Louise Blankenheim and Cheryl Stinsky. I How first they can start by telling us a little bit about who they are and what their background is.
1: Thanks, Dan. My name is Louise Blankenheim, and I am the WASB consultant, and I help boards with professional development, board roles and responsibility, a lot of governance and leadership, and also help boards with superintendent searches.
2: I'm a retired superintendent with over 35 years in education. And my name is Cheryl Stinsky, and like Louise, I'm also an organizational consultant with WASB and have been for the last 10 years. And I mainly focus on working with boards in retreats and key work of school boards and managing conflict. My background has been working in the area of mediation and conflict management for about the last 25 years in all kinds of organizations, including schools and and with school boards and school districts.
0: So what made you want to put a breakout session together about stress and how to handle it?
1: Dan, I have received several phone calls from board members who are in the midst of making some really challenging decisions. And they're getting a lot of feedback or input, I should say, from the community and their constituents and also their teachers. And these are tough decisions that don't have exact answers. And I find that it is providing a lot of opportunity for stress to come in. So we want to talk about how do you manage that stress while you're in that leadership business? And as a board member, you're definitely in a leadership role. So you need to keep your your head in it. You need to stay grounded and also to be able to stay healthy physically and emotionally to make these tough decisions.
0: I think we all know kind of what stress feels like subjectively, but can you tell us a little bit about what you've learned stress actually is, what effect it has on the body?
2: First of all, stress has a physical reaction in our bodies. It can increase our blood pressure. It can increase our heart rate. It speeds our breathing up and Mm -hmm. makes it much more shallow. All of those things impact our ability to think. And our ability to make decisions and really have good conversations with people because our body's signals are getting in the way of or really getting in the way of us thinking clearly. But our body's trying to tell us something that we need to take care of something else before it becomes a chronic problem for us.
0: That makes sense, Cheryl. What you say about not being able to think right kind of rings true because everyone can think of a time when they were stressed and they they think back. Of course, I should have said X or done Y, but for some reason, when you're stressed, you don't think of it at the moment.
1: Exactly. It does cause a lot of internal conflict and also it affects our behaviors. Mm -hmm. So if you're going through a very stressful situation and you're at a board meeting and we've seen this and where people maybe get a little more hostile to one another or there's a lot of conflict within the board. Some of these behaviors can happen because people are under so much stress. Mm -hmm. And I've heard people say, oh, that's not like me. I never do that. You know, I never raise my voice at a public board meeting, but this is what stress can do to people.
0: I'm wondering if you could tell us a time maybe that you were stressed, maybe you did something that That worked for you. Is there a story that helps capture what you think stress feels like and what you might have done to deal with it?
2: Well, I can share a story from my, this is Cheryl, from my mediation life. There was a time when I was doing a lot of mediation, sometimes several mediations a day, which can be somewhat stressful, although that's, you know, my profession and it's something I enjoy and I think I I do well. But over time, over a, a period of a couple of weeks, I, I was feeling really, really tired, differently than normal, mm. and had mentioned to a, a friend of mine who did a lot of work with yoga and whatnot that I just was feeling so tired all the time, and I couldn't figure out why. And I was, she asked me what I was doing, and I was sharing that I was doing a lot of mediation, and she said, I bet you're holding your breath. Mm. I wanted huh and she said just next time you do a mediation just pay attention and she was absolutely right mm-hmm. I was getting stressed and I would hold my breath and so I began not only to pay attention to my own breathing but realized that I probably wasn't the only one holding my breath in that room so started using some breathing techniques in mm-hmm. my in my mediation
0: that's really interesting mm-hmm. that's a good one I had the exact same thought actually a few weeks ago I was Working on my house and I'm not a handyman, I found that when I was hammering a nail in, I would hold my breath throughout the whole thing. And I would, (laughs) as I went through, I would get kind of more and more frustrated, right? That I was not (laughs) getting it all the way through the side. Uh And I realized, wait, I'm holding my breath. If I just breathe and just go slowly, it's not going to be a problem.
1: Yeah, breathing is really important. And that's the easiest one to do. Mm. You can pause for you know, 15 seconds at a board meeting, and no one's even going to know that you're, you know, you're taking the time to go within, and breathe or concentrate on your breathing just to give yourself a little pause
0: Mm -hmm.
1: in the midst of things.
0: Louise, you mentioned a moment ago, of course, that many board members are finding themselves in situations in which they face criticism or negative feedback, no matter which decision they make. And I understand that for many people, that kind of criticism or raising their voices in meetings, they can be a trigger for stress and people should kind of figure out what their own stress triggers are. Could you talk a little bit about what that is?
1: Sure. I think if, if we get to know ourselves and how we are feeling, then you can determine based on a certain situation how you react either physically, emotionally uh, spiritually, socially, you start to to think about what are some of these things that maybe can raise my anxiety level. So you may not know that there's a person in the room who maybe is a little more vocal. You, you feel you don't get your, your word in or something like that. This can be a stress trigger for you. And I have to say, shutting down in a meeting is a sign of stress. So I think you just really have to pay attention to how your mind and body are reacting to things around you and within your environment and and try to identify them because if you don't know them, how are you going to know how to manage them? Hmm. So the first thing is identify your triggers.
2: I would agree with that and add on to it that we can prepare Differently to go into those situations as well. You know, oftentimes you may have to run into a board meeting right from a different stressful situation, whether it's at home or at work or Mm -hmm. you've gone to the grocery store or whatever. And we run from one thing to the next instead of taking even five minutes to just slow ourselves down, maybe do some breathing, maybe just sit in a quiet place for a while. And and it doesn't have to be a half an hour. It can be literally a minute or two, and that will put us in a different frame. Or even just thinking about my attitude. If I go into a board meeting with the attitude, oh, God, this one's going to really be tough. I'm going to get killed tonight. Rather mm-hmm. than going in with an attitude, yeah, this is, this is difficult I can handle it. I'm going to do the best I can do. You know, we're going to accomplish something tonight. So just a different attitude can really help us prepare.
1: It definitely can, and that reminds me of one statement that John Kabat-Zinn was talking about, is that most stress and anxiety is a result of what happens inside of your head. Mm. So really, you know, pay attention to uh, what's happening inside of your head. And real quickly, when I was superintendent and I had leadership team meetings, and you know they come from different buildings, and as Cheryl said, they're coming in from all different situations of stress, it could be stress level, high, low, or, you know, exciting things going on, but are they prepared for the meeting? Mm-hmm. So I always had a check-in time at the beginning of a meeting. And I don't think that's a bad thing for board members or, you mm-hmm. you know, even welcome. You know, how are we doing? What are we going to accomplish there? You know, just something to try to bring everybody into the same meeting, and be present within that meeting so they can concentrate on what they need to do.
0: I understand there's different kinds of stress. We might have heard about good stress or or bad stress or chronic stress. And, of course, we can't avoid stress, and, and nor should we really all stress. Right. Some of it is helpful or inevitable. How can you tell when stress becomes a problem?
1: Oh, there's many, many signs. How can I personally tell? I can personally tell I'm under stress when I become irritable Hmm. over little things, just little things that can really, you know, bother me. And that's a sign for me that I really need to try to pay attention to my stress level and go eat something healthy or go do some exercise or find a hobby that I appreciate
2: Adding to that, right now I think is different than for many boards it's ever been. You know, boards right. always have always had stressors. Right. They've had what what we would typically typically identify as acute stressors that they're often new things that come up and they have a clear and immediate solution and maybe not immediate, but you know, the, the stressor of, okay, we're running out of space. And so we know we've got to do something to add more space. And, and there are steps along the way, cause we know what the goal is mm-hmm. right now, this whole COVID situation, there's so many unknowns that it's becoming a chronic stressor because yeah. it's ongoing. It's been since March and there's no end in sight that this yeah. is not going to be a topic of conversation or board recalls or whatever the anxiety level for parents and, and educators and boards all over is really high. And so I think yeah. this has become much more of a chronic stressor that it, we don't see the end in sight.
1: I'm really glad you said that. It's what I think is causing a lot of stress is that it's very different, and there are a lot of things outside of our control. When things become outside of our control, that's when it starts to affect us, and so much of this is out of our control. And what I say to boards, get back to what is your mission and vision there? What are your values and your community's, your constituent's values? And make your decision based on that.
2: I think that's a really good point is that so often things that stress us is when we're worried about, did we do the right thing? And Mm -hmm. some of that has to get thrown out the window right now. We're doing the best we can do. Boards are doing the best they can do. And with the information that they have at hand, which changes regularly, (laughs) we have to cut ourselves some slack there too.
0: Let's say that I'm a board member who fits that bill. I feel like I might be experiencing chronic stress What are some of the things that you recommend that I do? We talked about breathing. We've talked about self-assessments before maybe a stressful time and, and thinking about triggers. What is some of your advice for somebody who might be undergoing chronic stress?
2: Louise touched on that before, that first of all, you really have to identify it. You know, not only the stress triggers, but what tells you that you're experiencing a lot of stress? And that can help you determine then what to do about it. But some of the things that are simpler than others, like Practicing some breathing techniques or doing some meditation, those kinds of things that Mm -hmm. some people think, you know, you have to get good at or whatever. Mm -hmm. No, you don't. You just do them. Mm -hmm. You do them and they will make a difference. But there's also getting enough sleep, Mm -hmm. taking care of our bodies, eating appropriately, Mm -hmm. you know. Many of us, when we're stressed, we overeat, we turn to alcohol. We, If we're smokers, we smoke more. If we aren't smokers, we might start. I, you know, there are just things okay. we do that we know are bad for our bodies, but they, they give us some short-term mm-hmm. relief right? because it's like something different. But we have to really look at short-term relief isn't going to do it. These are chronic stressors. or Yeah, so we have to have a longer term relief which means we have to look at look at how we're we taking care of ourselves getting the mm-hmm. sleep doing some practices whether it's a meditation prayer if that makes more sense to you or even just some breathing exercises taking some time for yourself going for a walk getting exercise <laughs> making sure you get enough sleep at night and then deciding what to do about the stress itself for sure. example if board meetings are extremely stressful. Perhaps you have to look at your board norms. Are they helping us right now? Do we need to take a look at those so that we are being a little more careful about how we talk with each other, Mm. how we allow for the public to share things? Are we... Doing a good enough job, are we paying enough attention to that? So sometimes it's the policies and things that, that boards are good at, but sometimes they do board norms and then put them on the shelf. And so yeah. I suggest when I'm working with a board and there's conflict, that's the first step is let's get those board norms out. Let's look at them. Are we practicing? Are we following them or do they need some revision? Exactly.
1: Another thing that you've been hearing a lot, lot about is mindfulness, and mindfulness is a type of meditation, but really what it is is, is a time when you start paying attention on purpose. That's what Jon Kabat-Zinn talks about, you know, paying attention on purpose at the moment where you are, but not being judgmental. Bernie Brown, one of my favorite authors, would say, you've got gremlins in your head. <laughs> and as as individuals, we can be so hard on ourselves. And I know board members are so conscientious and they want to do the right thing, but they're hard on themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to to try to stop doing that. And we can do that through this mindfulness exercise. You can also do it through journaling. It, ju- it just depends on what people like. You can meditate while walking. You know, you can practice yoga. There's calming and soothing apps that will take you away for five minutes or if you want to go away for an hour into meditation. It, it just depends on, on what your comfort level is, but it really does help to practice some mindfulness.
2: Absolutely. And to be present. I think, you know, in this fast paced world, we're rarely present where we need to be. And so when you're at a board meeting, and 80,000 things are in your head, and all these stressors are going on in your head, to really be present in the room what's going on Mm -hmm. with the people in the room can make a huge difference in how people interact with each other. Because when we're present with each other, truly present with each other, we're less judgmental. Mm -hmm.
1: And to be present, I find the first thing that really helps is to make sure you're prepared. If you go to the meeting unprepared, you're trying to keep one step Mm -hmm. ahead of where the meeting is running, and and that
2: causes stress in itself. Mm -hmm. So just being prepared. Not just stress for you, but for the other board members.
1: And the superintendent. Right. 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 You lose time and you're not as engaged.
2: And I think that takes me to thinking about a board that I worked with one time, that that was a real stressor for the board. And when we were doing the board retreat that came up, one board member said to another board member, you know, what really grinds me is that you come to every meeting unprepared. And the room went dead silent because, oh, my goodness. And this was a board member that could create some angst anyhow. And the other man bless him, said, you're right, I do come unprepared, and I feel really badly about that, and here's why, and then went on to say, I don't get this stuff until Friday, the Mm -hmm. board meetings on Monday, I have three little kids, Mm -hmm. I work a full-time job, and there's just no time to read it. Well, that took them into a discussion of how can they do that differently, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the superintendent said, well, I don't have to send them out on Friday, that's just what happened before. You want them the week before, I can send them out the week before. And even that kind of thing for boards, when they're stressed like that, to talk about it. They can change so many things, the way they do business, that might make it easier for people and take away some of the stressors that they do have control over. You know, we talked about how there are many things right now we don't have control over. But those kinds of things, the actual way we go about doing business, people do have much control over usually. So to really look at some of those things and control the things we can and redo the things that we need to redo that are causing people stress.
1: And I see boards and superintendents as, as teams and functioning leadership teams. So in teams, They're nice to one another. They check up on one another. They support one another. You're not going to agree with every single board member. You're not going to be best friends with your other board members. But you certainly can be kind, and you Mm -hmm. certainly can be respectful. Mm -hmm. And just those two things, I think, would take away a lot of people's stress at the board table.
0: Of course, you're holding a breakout session at the education convention about stress. Give us a little pitch for that. What, what will attendees learn that maybe they haven't heard about here?
1: We're actually going to try to give some examples on how you can measure some of your stress. And I you know, even put through an opportunity to do some self-reflecting through an activity that maybe would help you measure one part of your stress in, in within a, being a board member.
0: Sure.
1: We'll do some of those activities. We're going to talk about finding balance. How do you find balance in your day? And how does
2: that help you manage your stress or cope Mm. with the stress? The other thing that I think will happen there that we can't do here is that they'll have some opportunity to talk with each other Mm -hmm. about some of those things and how each other is managing some of the specific board stressors, um, whether it be concerns from parents or difficulties with finding subs or whatever those kinds of things that are creating the bigger problems for districts, have some time to talk to each other about some of those things.
1: Yeah, and we're going to also be talking about warnings of burnout. That's a huge concern of mine As from what I hear from board members. This is so hard on me. I just want to quit. Or they're at the point of apathy where they're just so tired of being beat up, mm. you know, by the public that they just go, "Oh, it's not worth it anymore." And we really have to try to overcome that burnout stage.
0: Thanks for mentioning that. And thanks for talking to me today. I appreciate it.
2: You're welcome. You're Dad. welcome. It was a pleasure. Yes, very much so.
0: And thank you for listening. Those of you curious about what the virtual state education convention will be like should look forward to next month when we'll talk in more detail about what to expect.